0: Today, I have a question for you to start with. Can you recall any one moment in your life today, in your day today, that went wrong? Well, I'm sure you must have come up with three. <laughs> and now, can you recall something good that happened today? Well, I hope you found one. This is what we are going to talk about today, my friends, perspective, how you see a situation and how can you get through challenging times. Only and only your mindset can help you with that. I'm your host, Ishani Nigam. I'm a Masters of Marketing Communication student at the University of Melbourne, and I started this podcast to help you empower and inspire to take your first step. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome to my first step ever, yet another episode of our podcast. I'm so happy that you're back here and listening to us today because we bring to you the stories that really help empower you, inspire you to take your first step towards your journey. And today, we have invited an amazingly determined and focused personality. She went through some difficult situations in her life, but she emerged out of it. How? And we are going to discuss about it. The leading coach, best-selling author and speaker we have in our show today, Shirpa Kulshresht. Hi, Shilpa. Thank you so
1: much for coming on My First Step Ever. Hi, Shani. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here and thank you for inviting me. I'm really intrigued by your journey because you
0: have faced a situation in, in your life which a lot of us face day to day and even during COVID, which is you have seen the lowest point in your life or maybe you haven't seen it that way. But a lot of us think losing your job when you're doing really well in your career is a sudden you know it's kind of a shock and like if you're not prepared you were not expecting it so I really want to start from that point in your journey in your story because what happened after that is amazing and we would really like to unpack and unfold that in our episode today so my first question to you Shilpa is uh, were you prepared for that sudden blow that happened? I, I, you were working at Westpac as a program development over there. So how did it go for you? Uh, why did the sudden change happen? Or how did you feel about it at that point in time? Were you prepared for
1: that? So definitely, if you ask me, I wasn't prepared for that. Had Should I have been prepared? I think long back, five years back, I should have been prepared for it. Um, and you called it the difficult time. I call it the, one of the best things that ever happened to me. You know, had it not happened, I would have continued to be there. I would have continued to work on something that was not my forte, and which I knew for five years. And I call five years before because before five years, it was it was fine. But in the last five years, I just slipped into. An average game. So you said that you were doing great. I don't think I was doing great. And I'm very sure I wasn't. Because if I was, my position would not have got redundant, right? So it's something that we tell ourselves. We stay in that illusion that I am best at what I do. Was I great? Yes. To start with, for the 10 years in my life, I was outstanding. But slowly, slowly, I started taking things for granted. I started understanding that this is not what I love. You know, this is. I didn't feel the power when I would step into the office. You know, in fact, I felt really small. I um, I remember going from meeting room to meeting room. You know, and thinking, is this life? And then I just shrugged that thought away, and I continued. And this is how most of us do. So there was, and the worst thing, Ishani, was that there was nothing wrong. <laughs> you know, so there was nothing. Uh, there was no failure, and when there's no failure then you just continue because things just go. I was keeping myself very safe, project after project, there was no pause. And I was so busy with the, with the work in office, with my own personal life that I didn't have time to think about my, myself. And you're probably young, but you will notice that as we women, you know, as we go ahead in life, we tend to keep our um, career at a lower priority than our family you know which is what i was doing my family is the first love which obviously is but i say that there's no comparison you know i love my work and i love my family you know obviously family is a little bit more but leaving one or going mediocre in one because of the other that's not acceptable and that's what i was doing so definitely i was not at my best it was the best thing i was i'm really blessed for that you know redundancy to happen uh I wasn't expecting it because I was um, leading a a target operating model from Westpac. I was working with five vendor companies and I was leading that initiative. And, uh, uh, you know, I myself prepared the list of the people who would be impacted and all that. And after that, at the last minute, when I saw my name in that, it was I wouldn't lie for a few seconds 30 seconds I was shocked I almost you know it was like as soon as I came to know I almost fell from my chair but the thing is nothing more than that the next thing was you know I went down the lift I still remember that day and I called my husband and I said you know this is what has happened you know uh, My job is going, and yes, I have five months. That's what they told me, which people will again say, which is great. But again, I stopped seeing the mediocre things. Five months, five days, one month, it didn't matter. The fact was that I wasn't doing great at my job. I wasn't living up to my potential. My heart was not in it. And, you know, I was cut for something bigger. That is what I realized at that moment. And I think that made me feel so powerful, you know. Um, barring those 30 seconds that I got the shock
0: I am really excited to know that the way you've taken the entire situation the perspective that you have and that's very important I something I really want to emphasize I really ask my listeners to focus on when you were saying that your perspective is so different that you saw it in a way different way Is it, it was more like a Another opportunity for you to, you know, restart something or maybe build on something. I think uh, you also saw the early signs of, you know, you felt somewhere this is not right or maybe this is not what I am cut out to do. Uh, but you let that thought push away because of the general things that we actually have in life. We all get into this life cycle and we just let it happen because money is coming, uh, we are in a comfortable secure zone and often it is not easy to leave all that. It was really difficult. I can see it was very difficult but then when you have no other option, that's when I think you start thinking for yourself, you start thinking on your feet. and. So that was really interesting to know that uh, it was definitely a very sh- a big shock. I can see it's it's not easy for a lot of people during COVID times. They have lost that job. So I think it's a very nice story and very real one for everyone to understand that you are still yourself. You have lost a job. It is difficult, but everything lies within you and you can still work on it so let's move on with the story and like what happened exactly so I really want to know from that particular period you know when you realized okay this is gone I'm really cut out to do something big because you were anyways not very much enjoying at the job that you said and then the day you started your um, venture but the period between that, that is the most difficult period, I assume. I really want you to take us through a few of the highlights of that period. Like, what did you feel? How did you come to the conclusion that you want to start something of your own? Why coaching? So if you can just take us through those
1: strategies, that steps that can help our listeners even go forward in their life. When uh, when you talk about the, mo- uh, the uh, time between when I left my job until the time I established myself, I would say... I felt a lot of power when I stepped out of 275 Kent Street, which is Westpac's office where I work. I felt a lot of power. And when I, uh, you know, um, by the time I reached home, so I caught a bus, which is, I used local transport. So uh, I got down in front of my house. And just in that half an hour, I felt so weak, so weak in my knees. You know, you start pumped up okay something new but by the time you know in that half an hour reality was striking I'm just taking you through the ups and downs of emotions I knew there was something big but what really you know and um, if you say that coaching I always knew that coaching was my passion I didn't you know it would again be a lie I didn't all I knew was that I loved growth so I loved um, people would, would join my team and I would work with them without any expectation i would really want them to prosper i would want them to you know get promotions and i would see that people will keep coming back to me for something more something more so not the uh, first things they would have already achieved and they'll come back for their personal uh, things they would come back for advices and i really enjoyed that and the fact that they were coming to me told me that there's something in me that i can give to others when people are trusting me and they would become you know, kind of my my relationships were very strong, basically. So when I came in here, I think the first first thing that I focused on was getting myself into that zone, into that power zone, which I carry which I say, because you really can't pour from a hollow cup. No, it doesn't work. I had to work on myself. So I got a coach for myself and worked. I tried to find all the missing pieces so that pieces which I already had, but I had lost in my journey. They had fallen all all through my journey. So I gathered them all and put them all back together again till I found the 19-year-old Shilpa who had that fire in the belly, who was a gold medalist, who was a national level ranker and whom I had lost for these five years, you know. So I found that person and then that Shilpa was ready to give to the world her best, you know at the same time that period between uh, when i was working on myself and when i really got established as a coach it wasn't easy it wasn't easy because of the fact that in in the corporate world what we what we really understand what we are really good at is delivery we know how to produce results we work on so many projects what we are not good at and what is not taught is sales you know so matter, no matter how much you do It's a very different ballgame, Ishani. when you are in the corporate, when you are working at a job. And even if you don't work that well in a day, that, you know, that big paycheck comes to your bank account every month religiously. You don't have to do any special efforts for it. Yes, you have to do the day day job. You, You know, and even though you are a mediocre, you get that. But it's a very different ballgame in entrepreneurship so you stand in the market and you say here i am i am there to serve you and pay me for what i am worth it's not easy because nobody had taught me that so i did a struggle with um, you know uh, it was only by word of mouth from my first client i was producing results which is still my core and which is still my strength whatever they will sign up for they will get it so i was a, I. Called myself a result coach but it was only by word of mouth and it is a very slow process word of mouth so it uh, it went uh, on for a while and uh, there was a time when my bank balance was reduced to $500 just $500 you know so at that time you know I had to be really resourceful Pull everything that I had, so I even went to the extent of drawing a wall right in the middle of my living room, so that I can give a portion of my house on Airbnb. But I think it all worked up, worked well. And when we achieve a milestone, you know, we got to a, a level of five hundred thousand dollars in the very first year of our entrepreneurship, which is a great deal. Um, but there were initial two three months when we did a struggle. Uh, but you know, Ishani, what it teaches—it it is not what we achieve that matters. It is who we become in the journey. And I think the kind of person I became in that journey—I'm—I'm I'm really, you know, I'm really in love with that person. Your story is
0: amazing. It's—it's
1: it's so interesting.
0: It's packed with, you know, all the ups and downs and the struggles achievements but as you mentioned very beautifully over here that it is the person that who you become really empowers you with the entire journey before we move ahead i really wanted to touch upon few points in your journey when you mentioned that you we're in a very very difficult situation as you mentioned that you just had like five hundred dollars in your bank uh, At that time, I mean, starting a venture or doing whatever job that you really want in a very unconventional field, it's very difficult. And because first you really have to accept that you want to do it make yourself believe that you want to do it you have it in you because it's a difficult and it's a challenging road road i wouldn't say difficult it's a challenging road and i feel that everyone has that in them to go ahead and do what they want because you really like that thing you just have to start working as you just mentioned you did but when you were facing that challenging time what was that it was going internally in your head in your mind uh there and how did you overcome that fear? Did you ever, you know, for a, even for a minute doubt
1: yourself or had other uh, insecurities or other problems? How did you tackle that? Doubt, I don't think there was any doubt. And you would be surprised, but there was complete certainty. And I'll tell you from where that certainty came. The certainty came from the results that I was producing. Right from first client, I would see that, you know, people became raving fans and they got the results you know much more than they exceeded the results that they signed up for so there was a lot of certainty ishani what was not clear was you know what is the future ahead there was certainty about the uncertainty you know And i think that was the strongest thing and what i was struggling with was everybody said you know it takes a while to set up a business it takes about two to three years and i'm and i was like no it doesn't take two to three years if we are producing such results there should be something there should be a better way of doing, doing it you know there should be a speed lane and I was working to find that a speed lane and I think doing it in the very first year reaching that kind of uh, uh, revenue uh, figure I think that was amazing and that was just because of the certainty about the uncertainty yes you will not know the road ahead and for those people who are in that phase? Who have jumped into entrepreneurship? And I would say, look for the speed lane. And the speed lane that I took was, I learned from the best brains. I flew to different parts of the world, and I learned. I, I learned from the biggest strategy gurus. I signed up for a lot of program, and that's the reason basically. I kind of got broke. What I what I really emphasize on is a lot of people who are in this in the same board, they get scared and they. Uh, stop investing in the right things they start saving and as a as a person who has come from a lower middle class family saving was the biggest thing that I had learned all my life which is what I had to unlearn as an entrepreneur you should stand there with your wallet open and looking for the right places to invest because it is not about the cost that you're putting it it is about the value you can get from the people who have already done it from whom you can learn the best uh, strategies, and then implement it in your in your journey. That, that's a very no novel thought, and a very. I think a
0: good strategy strategy to move ahead with if someone is in the position of spending and is looking into st- starting something new. But I would really like to uh, maybe emphasize over here, even people who are not looking to start something of their own or they're just looking to start a job in the field that they really like, but they are still thinking of whether they should go ahead or not. I think if this uh, mindset still applies, that go ahead and start doing what feel that you you feel that you're really good at and start and i think the underlying message that you're giving is invest in yourself when you can and even how much ever you can when if you see the value of second thing i wanted to address in much what you just mentioned was one really do not you said that i don't want to be mediocre but i want to be the best person the best version so i want to emphasize on that What here we we mean by saying that we we want you to be your best self and it's not about comparing yourself with anyone else. It's actually your journey. So wherever you are, whichever situation you are, whatever condition you are, try to be the best version of yourself. If People are not in the condition of, you know, paying for coaches. What would be one alternative that you can tell them that they can actually do? Because I see mentoring, coaching is a really good way to, you know, harness your own capabilities and go ahead in life.
1: That's a very good question, Ishani. Uh, and I just picked on the words that you used earlier, if you can. And that word, if I can, is a very subjective word. Uh, what I would uh, like people to really understand, what is their priority. And when I got reduced to five hundred dollars in my bank, I, I, I I'm a little bit crazy, and I want people to be crazy because that's when they can make it work. I borrowed hundred thousand dollars from my friend, and thankfully we've got friends who uh, you know who have the complete confidence you know in us. So got, went to that extent, borrowed money because I knew that tomorrow when I am earning much 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 more. I can repay them with interest so had that had that uh, you know was blessed to have that kind of luxury where I can borrow from friends um, and yes repay them all with interest Uh, but you know I really was able to find the people who were on our side in that journey you know for the people so you have to see what is your priority and i'll tell you while i was investing 10000 dollars in this course 5000 in that course 20000 in something else i was not in, i was not spending 10 dollars on eating out you know i that was not my priority so the reason i'm mentioning this example is a lot of people think it's only 10 dollars you know let's eat uh, you know just lunch outside when you are uh, when you during your weekdays but I wasn't investing in that. I wasn't uh, spending in that. I was investing in better things because those were my priority. Now, I do understand that sometimes there are financial uh, situations where it gets really impossible. I think the best way is to uh, start reading books. And a lot of people say that read a variety of books. I say pick up one one coach or one mentor, uh, virtual mentor, and start following everything about him or her read all his books, go through all his videos, you know, all the free stuff that you can access. access. Get into his mind, see how he thinks and how he strategizes, how he plans, the kind of actions that he takes. If you can understand the thought process, and that is what I have been trying to do over the last two years, understand the thought process of, you know, billionaires, millionaires, how do they think? How do they act? What is it that they invest in? If you can get that, You know, nothing like it. So go deep rather than go wide and then go to another one. Go deep into his thought process and learn from that because these people have already established themselves and no use reinventing the wheel. And it is always, 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 no matter what I do, like helping people um, uh, do career transitions, helping people get promotions, uh, helping people open businesses, uh, establish themselves as a coach. Do something parallelly with their corporate job, it is always a game of mindset. So if you can learn from these people, you know, nothing
0: like I'm glad I asked you this question because now I see how you are moving forward in your life. It's because of your mindset, which is it's not that if you can, it's like I can. And when you state that I can, you find ways to go ahead and do that. And that's and that thank you so much for giving us some really handy tips that if that when I say that I can, then you start thinking of, okay, how how can I go forward? And then the first thing is to prioritize where to invest your money in. So let's just moving on to the last segment of this interview. And it's been really interesting and I've been learning a lot along the way as well. So you nearly hit half a million in your own venture in the first few months. Uh, how, how things are going in your venture, right? Or in the sense like the way that you started off, are you continuing with the way that you deal with your clients? Uh, the strategies that you had in mind, has something changed? Is that working for you? Is that not working for you? Something that
1: really want to take us through uh, with, with our listeners? Uh, again, that's, that's really, and I love the way, Ishani, how you're asking the questions because these are the things which I want to actually share with the people that nothing works uh, if you continue to stick to the same thing. It doesn't work. Every three months, you have to take a stock take of how things are. See what is it that you can change, and bring those changes and experiment with the things. Some things will work, some things will fail. You learn from those things, and then you'll get a way forward. So that's how I work. What I what I also do along with that is always going back to the fundamentals because I think we get we get caught up in all those shiny things. Go to the roots. Again, when you are evaluating how it has been going, go to the roots and see is there anything that you can tilt a little because it's just that two mm shift that you can do uh, in the basics. It is always the basics that can bring the change. Always, you know, improvise. There are things that you can change. Nothing works forever you have to understand the demand of the market you have to understand how do you uh you know supply how do you, how do you supply for it that is that is you know you can't take any short. that i have people who come and who say i want to open a business but i want to open a business so that i can sit and somebody else takes care of it it never happens honestly yes you'll have people that you can trust and i'm I'm really blessed. I've got people who work with me uh, for my company and they treat my company as their own company. Really blessed to have those people. But still, it doesn't mean that I'll sit back. So I see that you started up a journey by believing in yourself, having
0: the right perspective, as you mentioned, then you went on and you uh, had this plan in your mind. But then when the situation got challenging, you set your priorities really high. And that was an amazing message that you gave us that Tell yourself that I can. And this is the third thing that you mentioned that always review your performance because the world is constantly changing and you cannot achieve the world with the same tools every time. you need to keep sharpening it. So thank you so much for all those great lovely tips and advice. And the last thing before you leave, I would really like to ask you if you would like to leave our listeners with any quote, or a saying that you really resonate with, or you would love to share with everyone.
1: So I think the one thing uh, that I always say is that every human being is born to stand tall. So evaluate if you are actually standing tall, evaluate if your shoulders are high, your chin is up. And if you're feeling the confidence in your body, if not, is something that you need to change. And that change could be across any area. What I call uh, this is the triangle of life, which is one side, it is your achievements, which is your career, your business, the money that you are making. The other side is your health, your spiritual health, your mental health, your physical health, your energy, vitality. And the third part is the relationships, You know, your intimate relationships, your social relationships, professional, uh, your friends and all that make sure that you are catering to all three of them because if one gets impacted the entire triangle will collapse
0: i can see the glimpse of that amazing coach over here that was really really lovely that really makes us think at this time specifically that what are the three major areas that we should be looking at and that's a good way of you know measuring or you know having your own kpis like how if you're standing really tall in those three areas thank you so much for uh, making us aware of who we are or who we want to be and how we want to get there. And that was Shilpa Kulshrejt for you, a Sydney-based career strategist, game-changer coach, best-selling author and keynote speaker. To all my friends and listeners out there, if you really enjoy this episode, then go on and follow us on Spotify. My first step ever or on Apple Podcasts. Now we are also available on Google Podcasts. And join our Instagram community, which is My First Step ever underscore IN, which is an amazing platform for you to network with like-minded people and also get connected to our guest speakers. And until next time, as I always say, keep your spirits high. And this is your host, Ishani Nigam, signing off.